When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone, this is Carmen and Christina, and this is Novelas con Cafecito, a podcast where we rewatch the telenovelas of our childhood slash adolescence and talk shit about them as we recap the episodes. Um, we're talking about Teresa, episodes 104 and 105 today, making progress. Yeah. And I have a summary for both episodes. It's like a combo summary. I know last time we talked about only recapping um, Teresa's storylines, but I decided in the summary to include about a little bit of it everyone else just so we know what's going on with everyone else i also have a blurb about everyone else oh okay okay here goes the summary aurora finally learns the truth about her horrible mother teresa starts the media storm about ruben being arrested cumberto comes back to town Johnny reports fito to law enforcement ruben is not having the best time in jail teresa helps arturo with the science case genoveva hires fito (laughs) sorry uh genoveva hires fito to kidnap Esperanza's baby. Of course, she doesn't know that Fito... Fito couldn't be more happy about the situation. Oh, man. He is thrilled. He is thrilled. Things are finally going his way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Vanessa finally leaves after fucking everything up for a scrub. (laughs) We finally see a red flag from Hernan. I don't know if you get... I I didn't like that. Uh, We'll we'll talk a little bit about it. it. Yeah. Martin comes back from Europe and makes up with Aida. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Aurora. (laughs) My bad. Genoveva tries to convince Mayra to forgive Ruben, but Mayra says that before she can even consider forgiveness, Ruben has to transfer the shares from the Luna Turquesa business or whatever uh, business venture to Aida's name. And Fito robs and assaults Armando. That was sad to see. Oh, yeah. So let's start off with episode 104. It starts with Teresa telling Ruben to face reality. He's facing 12 years <laughs> in prison um and she's just laughing smiling she's having a good time she's loving this (laughs) yeah she is (laughs) and so are we we are because we hate him yeah (laughs) then we see teresa going into the office arturo's office and she's telling him that she went to go see ruben in jail and that it broke her heart to see him behind bars but really she's loving it she was having a great time (laughs) and that she also let him know that they can't they can't represent him and that they're also going to be auditing the foundation (laughs) Arturo leaves to go meet with some of the science people case. And then when he leaves, Teresa, I think she's she was going to do something. But then she's like, first, I have to make a phone call. And she is going to call like the foundation to let them know that Ruben is in jail. Oh, no, I thought this was when she was calling the notary, like a notary association. Because she says that's I, what she's doing. My yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. And then that's what later comes out on the news. Yeah. OK, so she calls. Yeah, I think that's this part. Yeah, because Ruben is the president of the notary association or something like that. Okay, this makes more sense. I thought she was calling the foundation because he was the person in charge of the money part of it now. But that would make sense, too. But they they already told the they already called Martin. That's why he comes back. Yeah, that's true. So, okay, so, yeah, he's making she makes that call that you're talking about, not the one Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. That already happened. And yeah, she's just laughing about it, having a good time. Then we see her um, meeting with Aurora. Aurora asks for her forgiveness because she was right about her mom. Teresa is, you know, they're just talking about it. At least she knows now better to know sooner than later to have their relationship, you know, had it get bigger um, and then find out the truth. As Aurora is telling Teresa about how she now knows about her mom, Juana overhears and they have this cute moment. She hugs her and she's like, look, I'm always going to love you. I know I'm not your mom, but you have me like and it's cute. And then Teresa looks annoyed. (laughs) She's like jealous. Yeah. So I get over it, Teresa. 
your madrina can love more than one person. In fact, it's better. There, love is, is not... What is the word? There's enough room. There's enough room in someone's heart for a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how you know you're not toxic when you can share that love. <laughs> that's also what polyamorous people say. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, to each their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I have nothing against it. I just what didn't is know. That? We're not going to yuck on anyone's <laughs> yum. <laughs> Actually, I hate that phrase. Mm, <laughs> and it's on my grid. I'm like, <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I hear it all the time. But yeah, I'm not going to judge. If that's your thing, then it makes sense. There's enough room in your heart for everyone. But I was talking about like a familial relationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. Um, <laughs> I had to take it there. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you did. So then we see um, Teresa talking to Esperanza. She's telling her that she saw Mariano and that she still loves him. And Esperanza's like, I thought you loved Arturo now. I thought you said that you you met a new Arturo in Paris. And then she, and then Teresa's like, well, I like both of them. And then Esperanza's like, you can't have them both. And then, <laughs> and then Teresa's like, I kind of understand Ruben now. Like Esperanza's uh, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> insane to be telling this to esperanza specifically of all people yeah yeah <laughs> esperanza's like well you you can't have them both like she just tells her again but like in a different way and then teresa's like you know what you're right and um i have to be careful because then i could end up in jail like ruben and esperanza <laughs> didn't know and i mean obviously she's still it's still gonna affect her to hear that the father of her baby is in jail so yeah. she starts freaking out <laughs> like it, it makes sense to me even if she doesn't like have any romantic feelings for him anymore of course she's gonna feel some kind of way like oh fuck i this is the father of my baby yeah and then teresa has to calm her down because it's a high-risk pregnancy we can't have her getting stressed out she calms her down by telling her things like imagine if he had gotten divorced he had gotten with you and then gotten arrested um while being with you like this is better and she's right she's right yeah then we see teresa back in her house she walks into arturo's house they're talking about the science case and apparently there's like 60 they kept saying 60 juicios i think they mean 60 defendants yeah i wasn't sure if they meant like lawsuits or def- yeah defendants wouldn't 60 qualify it as like a class action lawsuit i, I mean, would think matter. so <laughs> so it has to i think it's maybe 60 loss that's insane yeah it has to be 60 defendants i think i think that makes more sense yeah but then i was confused this is not like this is not a criminal case i mean the profit or arturo is not a it's like a i don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know the details the intricacies of it so then yeah that's a lot teresa tells him that they can immediately dismiss nine of these cases because oh nine less out of 60 (laughs) yeah hey i guess that's better than something I yeah. actually had missed this part. Like, I, I think, like, I tuned it out or something. Yeah, yeah, it's not important. Except to showcase that Teresa's trying to help Arturo in her own interest. But he thinks because... Yeah, And it yeah. could be a little bit of both, you know, but... But also to show, I think, the how hard the science case is actually going to be for him to win. Yeah. And that he's not going to win. <laughs> he's not, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we see that she found nine errors. And then she also says that there's another way for them to try and get out of the the case try to get out of him being his aval and that is to for arturo to say that he didn't know how bad the science situation was that science didn't tell him the truth completely that way he can get out of it and arturo's like that's not gonna work because he did tell me she's like uh just lie a little bit <laughs> yeah like and honestly uh like efficacy <laughs> being ethical and ethically being ethical yeah i know i made up a word um (laughs) being ethical is completely important but i would do it to see my own ass no no (laughs) i would like to think how about when when you have to uh uh what is that called swear you know when you you get sworn in to tell the truth and nothing but the truth (laughs) yeah Uh, well you know you have to put your hand on the bible and i don't believe in the bible so (laughs) i don't know (laughs) this doesn't count if you lie then no it doesn't not if you don't believe in it no exactly exactly <laughs> no i would like to think that i could but you could never me but no i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't um it's wishful thinking really i wish i was more evil <laughs> it, well we say it all the time and that's why we are the excepciones uh to teresa, teresa. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the name of our group chat with our mom yeah <laughs> honestly that's all the teresa things 
Yeah, it wasn't a lot. And that's but why I, I included have, it in the summary. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so I do have all the side character things that happened just summed up. So Juana in the beginning runs into Cuberto, tells him that she's still with Hector, and then, then Cuberto's like, oh, then we have nothing to well, talk don't about. Don't talk to me. me. I immediate eye roll. <laughs> Vanessa meets with Hector about the money and how he's like, if you accept this money, you have to, you know, <sighs> maintain a relationship with our daughter. Aurora overhears everything. So sad. Mm-hmm. Confronts her mother heartbreaking truly and it's worse because while her and Hector are Vanessa and Hector are talking Vanessa just goes on a rant about how he forced her to have kids and these are valid feelings these are but it's terrible that Aurora's overhearing it yeah <laughs> because she's like I never wanted kids I felt so disgusting being pregnant um like a like this thing was growing inside of me <laughs> That she never, she never wanted kids. She wasn't meant to be a mother. And yeah, it's unfortunate that Aurora is overhearing all of it. And this is why feminism is important because... <laughs> yeah, because yeah, had, for real. Uh, Vanessa had the ability and been in an environment where she could make different choices that were right for her. Then she wouldn't have felt pressured to get married and have a child. And then, and then have Aurora hear overhear these horrible things that you know like you said they're valid feelings but no child should hear that from their mother yes exactly yeah just unfortunate about Aurora having to overhear all of this yeah we also have Johnny telling uh Mariano about not wanting to denounce or or denuncian in Spanish but report thank you Mm -hmm. Johnny not wanting to report Fito to the authorities because you know he's afraid that they're gonna hurt uh, Patti and all this but Mariano's like yeah yeah, his loved ones Mariano was like "Um, if you don't do it I'm gonna do it and then he's like no matter how long you wait like it's gonna get worse like right now they're asking you just to do this but their ask is gonna get bigger and bigger and it's gonna get worse from here on like it doesn't end here, like your deal or whatever with them. Like they're gonna ask yes. more and more of you, and then you're gonna be even more involved. Yes, exactly. Well, we briefly see Maida having second thoughts about putting Ruben in jail. <laughs> oh, because of the media catching on about his arrest. Yeah, and it's all over the news and stuff. Henoveva is trying to pressure her into dropping the charges. Mm-hmm. How Maida hasn't caught on that there's something else going on here is beyond me. She's being so obvious. Yeah. We see Ruben getting bullied in, in jail and it's funny. And it's so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. He needs more money so that he is not bullied in jail. And he asks Genoveva for this money. He needs to buy some <laughs> protection. Yes. Also, Genoveva, when she's visiting Ruben in jail, tells uh, Ruben that she has hired the best lawyer she could find because Arturo couldn't represent him. Also, Arturo wouldn't have been able to represent him anyway because of conflict of interest. Yeah, but that doesn't matter in no. novelas. It doesn't. So they found a lawyer that is working against... Against him in the science case. Mm-hmm. Yes. Vanessa Scrub leaves her because she has ruined the relationship with Aurora. It is so embarrassing for her. Like, <laughs> I feel bad for her. Yes. Then um, Genoveva or Ruben tells her that someone in jail can help him, help them with the Esperanza thing, meaning kidnap Esperanza's baby. And that's why he needs her to give him money. So then she agrees when he says this. And this person ends up being Fito. And they meet and Fito sees Paulo's picture on Genoveva's table. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Okay. So the first scene uh, or the first Teresa scene that we have in episode 105 is her and Arturo getting home and talking about the science case. It didn't make complete sense to me, but I think they're talking about planning to file like some kind of countersuit or something like that against him i don't know it didn't make full sense to me oh wow i've already forgotten this yeah it's something like that but it's for the case at the end of the day yeah yeah uh, to help them with the case and so they're like oh we're gonna have to pull an all-nighter to get this done in time to file the next day okay i thought to me that they were looking for more errors and to dismiss other cases that's what maybe, i thought they maybe maybe yeah could something be. to help them with a science case is the but whatever it is, it. they have to file it the next day. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't get done. <laughs> we'll see why. So as they're working all night, Refugio stops by with Cumberto because um, he's her ride. They were just visiting uh, Mariano and Johnny and them or whatever. So he stops by with Refugio to visit Teresa. And uh, Teresa's automatically annoyed that Refugio's there. Because she's busy. She's working. She's being a girl boss. She's trying to help her husband. This time she is really busy. I, she's like, in the right. I think Refugio should have given her a phone call. I was going to say she showed yeah. up unannounced. 
Yeah. And I mean, whatever, that's fine sometimes. But if you're busy, when someone shows up unannounced and you're busy, like, oh, well, you know, and Cuberto's being a dick to Teresa about her being like, why are you here? I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. And Cuberto, why is he even there? And be like, shut he, up. Get out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, if you're going to come with her, you can wait outside. <laughs> but also, Juana's also there. So I would be, yeah, yeah. it would have been fine to just be like, I'm very busy right now. Hang out with Juana. I'm sorry. I got to go. Like, And she didn't you know. need to have attitude about it. But Teresa no. sees refugio yeah. and attitude is Immediately. On. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I understand. Like I do. <laughs> After everything. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I would feel the same way yeah so then juana ends up coming in and then she's like and they're all still together and she's like why are you here to umberto but whatever they end up walking away to talk about the johnny and fito situation leaving teresa and refugio together and so then they talk about wanting fito to get arrested and teresa's like i hope they find him i hate him and i hope he rots in jail and and then refugio is like she immediately jumps on her high horse and puts on her moral superiority hat <laughs> and it's like stop we all hate him you should all hate him there's no reason to defend fito why are you defending him it's only because teresa's saying it it's just to be annoying you speak with so much hatred i'm so scared of you why because she's being straight up and direct yeah that's scary when a woman does that huh (laughs) stupid i hate you refugio so she's so annoying i can't stand her <laughs> oh and so during this conversation teresa learns from refugio that johnny and patty are staying with mariano while things blow over so later on i think this is like i don't know if they leave this is the next day i think fito pays teresa a visit um teresa's like what the hell are you doing here <laughs> yep. and of course he's there to ask for money because you know his business he has to uh temporarily ruined stop it. his business because of johnny yeah <laughs> fito's like Let's help each other out. It's destiny to help for us to help each other. <laughs> and Teresa's like, leave me alone. Um, they go back and forth a little bit. At the end, Fito, Loki threatens to <laughs> off Arturo. <laughs> yeah. And so Teresa goes inside and Fito's like waiting outside because, you know, he's presuming that she's going give to give him money. Yeah. And so she's inside like pacing around anxious, looks at the window. She's like, what am I going to do? And she pulls out her phone and then she um, puts on her little scheming face. So we know she's up to no good. So she decides to handle the fetal situation by calling the cops on him. <laughs> uh, but he runs away, unfortunately. This is the one time we are pro cop now. <laughs> in this, in this, only in novela. the Teresa verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's only because we're rooting for Fito's downfall. Yes. He's funny, honestly. Like, um, I don't hate him as a villain. Like, he's funny. <laughs> Yeah, cartoonishly yeah. funny. <laughs> yes, he like when he finds cartoonishly <laughs> evil faces. Yes, he's like, <laughs> yeah, very scar like <laughs> in his delivery. As as they say now, he's very scar coded. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> then Teresa visits Johnny and Patty, of course, as an excuse to visit Mariano. They have their little back and forth, you know, as usual. Then he excuses himself to go get Patty and Johnny. While he's doing that, the doorbell rings. And of course, we know it's going to be Aida. <laughs> it is her. Yeah. Teresa just acts like it's her own house. So she goes to open the door. <laughs> Aida is shocked to see her. But nothing major happens. Um, They have their little back and back forth. And clips. forth yeah. yeah. And at the end, um, Mariano comes back and Aida's like, let's just get the fuck out of here. And they leave. So then Teresa chats with Johnny and Patty about everything going on. And she tells them like, hey, there's other attorneys that are more experienced in criminal law uh, or criminal defense, whatever. And they're going to help you out like directly. But I'll, you know, I'll be there on top of it. Um, and then she advises him on what to tell what to tell the cops. But she's like, don't worry about it. I'll write it down later so you don't forget what to say. And the attorney will be with you. Like, so you don't say anything or misrepresent yourself or anything like that they could use okay. against like you. Like actual help. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually helping him. Yeah. Because she's not she's not ever really that rude to Joni as much as like Umberto because she hates Umberto. Yeah. Plus, it's in her best interest to help them because Mariano. Yeah. Yeah. Mariano. Yeah. They're staying with Mariano. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. She wants to stay on his good side always. Yes. And I guess Cumberto was also there or he stops by at some point also while she's there. 
with Johnny. So she leaves and now she's waiting for the elevator. She and she leaves saying, I'm going to go visit a friend, Fernando or Luisa. I'm I'm guessing it's Fernando. I'm guessing because <laughs> she needs yeah. to start. Uh, she kind of put plan, a pause her on her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, on her uh, operation seducing uh, Fernando. <laughs> Yeah, she needs oh, to get man. that going again because the sand's yeah. case, you know? Yeah. She really needs this backup to work out. Yeah. Yeah. And so as she's waiting for the elevator, Johnny and Cumberto catch up to her and they're waiting with her. And they're talking about everything that's going on with Fito. And um, Johnny's talking about like, yeah, like he's talking about how he was selling drugs. But of course, he doesn't talk about it the way that it actually happened, how he was like tricked into it. He's just talking about that. And Teresa's was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. The attorneys are going to help you, blah, blah. They're talking about that as the doors open. And who, who else but Oriana is there? And she overhears their conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. To, to uh, yeah. Teresa's. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't like that. that. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure. But also, this means she can't visit Fernando and, and further plot because Oriana is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oriana's like, oh, so these are your, your fine friends, huh? <laughs> and uh, not a good look. <laughs> so it's like, they just asked for my help as a, an attorney and I'm giving it to them. And yeah. then Oriana asks Johnny and Cumberto, oh, you guys are friends of Teresa's? And then Johnny's like, yeah, yeah, we go way back. We're, we're from the same vecindad. And actually, my sister is Teresa's best friend. <laughs> And Noriana's like, you know, using this, of course, to judge Teresa. Which is wrong, in my opinion. Of course it's wrong. Because and this is actually one of the good things Teresa's doing. Yeah. <laughs> and so Noriana's like, if these are the kind of people you surround yourself with, you're never going to fit in with us. And then Adam Cumberto's like, ooh, what's up with your attitude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like they... They give zero fucks about Oriana. And honestly, I love that because I would be yeah. the same way as them. Like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, you could tell me whatever. Like, I'm sorry. You come from Spanish blood. You can directly. You think I give a shit because that's one of her favorite things to say. The fact that you trace your shit all the way back to them. Is that is shameful. Barf. And you're <laughs> and you're, <laughs> you're proud an embarrassment. Of it? OK, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's embarrassing, honestly. But Teresa, of course, you know, she holds Oriana up to a high regard and one, she wants to be a part of this. She's always wanted to be a part of this, that world. World. Yeah. So Oriana leaves, whatever. And Teresa's like, oh, my God, leave me alone to Johnny and Cumberto because she she's embarrassed. Uh, yeah. So we leave them. And then I just wanted to include this because it's in Teresa's neighborhood. So it's a, it is a storyline for Teresa. <laughs> So Fito is um, outside of Teresa's house, still in the area, when he sees Armando step outside. And I guess we should say so it makes sense. Arturo just gave him the paperwork that him and Teresa spent all night working on that needs to get filed that day. That's supposed to help them with the science case. And when Armando steps out, Fito puts on his little ski mask and assaults assaults him and steals everything and armando's like please please don't take this it's so important and of course you never want to let the robert know it's important because <laughs> he should have just given him money or something and not yeah. said anything about the papers yeah yeah because now he knows but it's he a knows, value so he's like give me this knows shit who armando is yeah yeah he probably so, is like this is related to teresa and yeah that's why and I'm he tells it. himself yeah. that <laughs> oh yeah uh, so <laughs> he says that and then he's like i think um he's like give me everything whatever and then he he leaves Armando on the floor sadly bleeding from his head um and as he's leaving he takes off his ski mask and he's like well if this is so important then it must be important to Teresa too so <laughs> yeah yeah his little evil villain chuckle and he leaves and uh, yep. that's where the episode ends. While he twirls his mustache yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, honestly, both of these were pretty good as far as telenovela things that happened. Not majorly, but like just little moments here and there where you're like, this does move forward. Because like this brings on even more the beginning of Teresa's fall to evil. <laughs> Full blown. Yeah, complete. Because now if the papers wouldn't gotten there in time, the science case they probably would have won. And yeah, yeah. She would have never needed to betray everyone that at one point loved her which is mm -hmm. what she does so yeah mm -hmm. setting it up but yeah i mean just a lot of scheming lots of scheming a lot of a lot of uh villain scenes from fito here <laughs> lots of mustache twirling scenes <laughs> a lot of evil laughing <laughs> and then just poor armando poor armando yeah yeah i don't think he dies though so <laughs> i don't, I don't think know he does. no <laughs> 
Okay, well, I guess, are we good to move on to... Yes! Our segment? Okay, well, welcome to Chronically Online con Cafecito. We do have Cafecito today. Um, I had a festive cup, but I'm holding it with my wrong hand there. Oh, yeah, you need to switch hands. I can't. Oh, you're holding, yeah, you're holding Milo. Milo's head is on my other hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I have three things that I want to show you, Carmen, um, that I came across on TikTok and Twitter today. The first one, and it might have made its way over to Instagram already. Oh, I haven't been on Instagram that much. Oh, you haven't been on Instagram lately? Not a lot, no. Have you seen <laughs> weddings? <laughs> weddings, what do you, um, how do you feel about men and their vows? Oh, I did. I did this. I saw this from YouTube. I used to watch, uh, what's his name? Curtis Connor a lot. And he had a video about wedding vows and men. And in that video, he played the old, the one that went viral. Like, I think it was this year or earlier in the year. The guy with the really gross vows. Yeah, actually, I don't have that video saved. But I think this really brought the light out to how terrible some men are in their wedding vows. Because that one, the original one that went viral first earlier in 2023, was a man. And he's like giving his wedding vows, laughing and pretty much saying how he... He's like, I like how you suck my balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my favorite thing about you is how you suck my balls. Only two things are required to keep me happy. Keep my belly full and my balls empty. So you're amazing at half of it. We really need to get you some cooking lessons. Even when my belly isn't full, there is no one I could ever love more in this lifetime unless I actually get a chance to meet Margot Robbie. Since the beginning, I was always told life gets even better when the kids fall asleep and you tell me to come to the bedroom. Nothing's better than the sound of gagging and headboard slamming. Michael. P.S. Since you're so good at making decisions like Mary and me, you can choose whether tonight's going to end with being a toaster, strudel, or a Twinkie. <laughs> All right. I'm being that I am his mom, I will deal with him later. He is grounded. By all means. Disturbing. And his family and their daughter was there. Everyone. I mean, it was a wedding. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but children, <laughs> your parents, like God. Yeah. Her parents. Yeah. Like I would. I just. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so then people reacted to it, obviously. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this man? And then she went to defend him. Obviously, because she still married him. She's like, this is just a sense of humor. And I'm like, that's embarrassing and sad, honestly. Wow. Grounds for divorce. And I know that last episode, we talked about gender reveals and how a prank at a gender reveal is not a reason to cut off the whole family. But to me, these wedding vows are a reason to cut off a whole man. <laughs> I mean, that's different. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, but here, let me send you this clip. Okay, now. I'll promise to smack ass every chance I get. <clears throat> that's all I got. <laughs> I didn't write nothing down. That's what you're going out with? That's what I'm going with. Cool. We've made it this long. God. The efficient. He's not having it. Honestly, I love it. Do not give these men a pass because I remember the other one, his mom's like laughing and I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I might be laughing out of um shock. I think if if our mother was in person, she would have stood up and slapped slapped the shit out of yeah, yeah 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 oh my god yeah that was so disturbing how does her dad just sit there our father he'd walk out like he would walk out yeah <laughs> so that i mean those are the original ones but this one here someone says come on cody like <laughs> so that means he didn't prepare anything for the vows which probably probably means he didn't plan anything for the wedding either yeah the efficient tries Someone yells out, come on, Cody, disappointed. I'm probably one of his, whoever's recording, maybe. I don't know. Someone yells that out. But let me show you now the other part of that. Let's hear I the bride's house. Girl, what? <laughs> yes, you may think that's weird, but it's probably more helpful than weird. From the moment we met in high school, we have had a special bond that was indescribable. Oh, these are her vows. Since then, you have distracted me, captivated me, and challenged me in a way no one ever has. I always thought it would be difficult to find someone who would love me when I was in a million pieces. 
It's like trying to solve a puzzle when you don't know if you have all the right pieces. If y'all didn't know, Cody didn't even think he would make it to 21. Neither did Kevin, hence life insurance. But when I say I wouldn't be more proud than the man, dad, and partner you are today, I mean it and I have fallen in love with you over and over again. But you have been there through my heartbreaks as a best friend and you saw how broken I was. You showed me that not every piece has to be in place to create something special. That love can exist in the most imperfect, lost, and broken people. I promise to always be true to you, to support you, to frustrate you, (laughs) and challenge you, to hold you accountable, and to share with you the most beautiful moments of my life. I'd hate to have to follow that. Anywho, Cody? I promise to smack that ass every chance I get. Oh my god. You know, I mean, maybe you could chuck it if she bared her soul. But people do that in their vows. I I almost I want to like and I don't want this is like making excuses for him because uh, obviously she wrote her shit beforehand and he should have done the same. So it shows a lack of care to plan and prepare. But I I almost want to chuck it up to nerves. Um <laughs> Not everyone's good at public speaking. Even the officiant said, wow, I would hate to have to follow that. But this means he didn't have anything prepared. No, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like a, it shows a lack of uh, care to to write this out, to sit there and write this out. And you knew you were going to stand in front of your family and your friends. <laughs> yes. And then he chose to say that. Like, you really thought you're going to be able to wing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And then and then to to say that. Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> the people on Mary at first sight have better vows than his, and they just met. <laughs> they don't like, even know the person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In, insane. I heard there was an update. Hold on. <clears throat> that she uh, walked out and didn't marry him? I hope. Let me see. Oh, there's more. So here, let me send you this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't even control my face right now. So this is so much worse than just the little clip because so the because the original clip we saw he says I promise to smack that ass and the guy says is that what you're going out with and then it cuts off to are you sure yeah but what he says in between oh my god I'm gonna frustrate you and I'm not gonna listen to you just kidding I am but not what is she your mother I probably I mean I can already guess the the relationship dynamics they have here he's like she's the brains on this operation she she probably planned this wedding by herself I don't know I mean and I'm I always also like feel like whenever things like this pop up or come viral like sometimes you do have to take a step back like okay we don't know the ins and out of their relationship but I've seen enough no <laughs> no that's where I was going <laughs> You never want to judge someone based off, like, I don't know, a short clip, like, but, <laughs> but what else, uh, I w- what else do you need to see, like, to act like that at your wedding to the supposed love of your life? That's, like, blatant or suspect. Yeah, and he's also so drunk. Yeah. Which... I, I understand. Obviously, people drinking at weddings. It's, you know. But after. You do that after you exchange your vows and actually get married. Yeah. During the party. <laughs> That's what the reception is for. Yeah. But to be that drunk before the reception that's embarrassing like i would be so and so obviously this came from because their video the videographer released this okay uh so uh, the entertainment video company that put put it together released it in their caption when they first released it they said this is your sign to write your wedding vows now (laughs) Uh, but he should have known to write his shit that yeah that means he didn't care he didn't care to do it Yeah. yeah And I don't want to say this is her future, but she's because she's probably already living it because they have a present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is her past, present, and future. Um, wow. Oh my God. It, to tell you that I would walk off, I wouldn't have signed, I wouldn't have stayed there to sign <laughs> the marriage certificate, whatever it is that you sign. Like, yeah, because you sign it after. And that is so embarrassing. Like, how do you have the rest of your wedding after all of your family witnesses this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I would leave. I would have left yeah. <laughs> just um, out of sheer embarrassment. Embarrassment. And then just the fact that he had the opportunity to redeem himself. And then he goes on to say worse shit. Yeah. Like, I don't condone uh, violence against your partner, but I think I would have hit him. 
in front of everybody because it doesn't get worse than what he said. Yeah. But yeah, it's such a shame to see, to have heard her vows and then his. Um, I'm surprised she cannot honestly say so much nice things. But she also says, um, what did she say that it was like sort of a red flag to me? Like I already forgot her, like her exact words. But she just said something about, um, I don't remember. I forgot already. But when she was saying that, I was like, <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. Should we hear it again? Um, Yeah, let's see. It's She said something about basically how... Um, Oh, I guess she said frustration, which is not really. I don't know. I mean, you you obviously don't. You know what? Let me play it first. I don't know if it was when she said frustrated me. It's not really a red flag. But I guess for me, if I was writing my vows, I don't know if it was that. But I guess I wouldn't really. And I know that obviously there's always like ups and downs in relationships. But she's like, she said something about no one frustrates me as much as you do. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, oh I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. The ex was there and in the thing or you know when people give speeches at the reception yeah she gave said she relates to the bride because of all the shit he's gonna put her through oh she said that yes oh i missed that so that that's what i'm saying like why, why have you been through so much heartbreak because of him <laughs> that's what she says basically oh my god okay first it's very strange to me that an ex from high school is in the party, but apparently they're friends. She's the maid of honor, it seems like. Oh, wow. Okay. Weird situation to me, but whatever, to each their own on that end. Each their own. Mm-hmm. But that her speech, is that, is that the first thing she says instead of saying, I'm so happy for them, my longtime friends, for her to say. That's embarrassing. I relate to the bride from a relationship in high school. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like he he's uh, a mess and has been through a lot because even she says in her vows that he didn't think he was going to make it to 21. So <laughs> true, true. But yeah, I mean, I just feel for her and wish her the best and wish them the best. I hope that this dynamic that they seem to have changes because it seems like she's his mom. <laughs> yeah. But I have one more clip to show you from that. The wedding. Nope. This is a different a separate uh, <laughs> one. OK, I think it's this. Honestly, don't know if it's the same videographer, but if it's not, there's just too many of these. Um, also, actually, <laughs> there's probably too wild, many. Wild, wild that that uh, editor and videographer um, were not. I mean, the videographer is recording everything, right? But that the editor kept that in. It's like they're trying to show them like the red flags. <laughs> All right, I sent you a new clip because what is up with men weddings? Playing Are you playing it now? Yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's cringy, but at least it's not embarrassing like the other one. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so <clears throat> this is the part where the whatever officiant's like, do you, where you say I do, right? So then the joke is that he went and checked with his friends. And then came back. Yeah. Because he got their approval or whatever. Yeah. It's just dumb. <laughs> it is. It's very silly behavior. Yeah. This one is obviously not to the same level as the first two that we talked about. The first one where he's like, oh, I just love the way you gargle my balls uh, <laughs> in front of <laughs> in front of everyone. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it could be way worse, which means that the bar is in hell. <laughs> The bar is negative a million, literally burning in hell. It's hot. We can't touch it. Like, it's oh my God. <laughs> um, just, uh, I don't know. Stop marrying them. As as a married woman, I just want to say stop marrying stop them. Stop marrying men. <laughs> um, it reminds me of from years ago. Um, I think it was his groom that he, I don't know if they were like him and his groomsmen had like a banner that says something about Saturdays for the boys. Something like that. Oh, I don't remember this. No. I just, I don't remember it that well. So I can't like, and I don't want to make shit up. Like I can't remember if he decides to leave the wedding because it's, you know, Saturdays for the boys or he, or he works in his vow saying I am only a green because Saturday something like that. I don't remember exactly like the, but it's something about that. Like and they end up not getting married. No, they still got married. Like I think I want to say it was like at the reception. Okay, did you find so, it? Got married on a. Fr- oh my god, the bride is holding a banner that says "Got married on a Friday" yeah. because and then Saturdays all the guys. For the boys. Yeah, uh, embarrassing. So embarrassing. First of all, no one loves a Friday wedding. I know it saves money. <laughs> 
this happened in 2019. Okay, yeah, it was years ago. <laughs> yeah. But look at that. This behavior from, from men hasn't stopped. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's never. <laughs> wow. Someone said, I, I would rather die than for this to happen at my wedding. <laughs> uh, same. <laughs> but people go through shit like that, you know. <laughs> Clearly, but she's co-signing this by participating, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like cute to her, but no one else thinks it's cute. Everyone else thinks it's Honestly, I feel like silly. some, not and maybe not all women, you know, but I feel like the women who find this funny, who participate in this, it's either one of two things. Oh, yeah. They're um, pick-me's. They're pick-me's. Yes, yeah. Or they are so beat down by this man's behavior that they think it's like this is just who they are and just to not be laughed at they they are join part of the joke yes no, yeah but they are the joke but that's also pick me behavior like true because sometimes also yeah true. yeah it reminds me i was like hanging out with some people that i know <laughs> And um, with my husband, we were both there. We were looking at some fancy appliances and I was talking about, um, and I wish I remember the brand just so you could see how like nice their stuff is. But anyway, I was talking about wanting a new dishwasher because mine is hella old. I think it's like from when this house was made in the late 80s. <laughs> so then the guy that we're with makes this dumbass joke that neither me or my husband laugh at. And he's all like, I have a dishwasher right here. <laughs> Pointing to his wife. We don't <sighs> laugh. And then I'm like, that's not funny. And then his wife... <laughs> pick me behavior says i think it's funny and i'm like it's not and that's i didn't say it that's sad but i was just like that's not funny like that's not yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's very much i like if 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 they were at a if they were at their wedding like and they ha- like i could see them having this sign <laughs> like these banners yeah yeah just like co-signing this behavior yeah yeah and i think that's what it is i think it's like they thought this was funny but really everyone's like this is cringy and this is also like weird disrespectful disrespectful there was a comment that was like if saturday is for the boys sunday's for divorce <laughs> damn but yeah i mean 100 percent agree because so humiliating to even take part in a picture like this to me and maybe we just have higher standards and that's fine i don't know i'm <laughs> yeah i guess if someone even suggested this to me, I would burn this banner. I'd be like, no, no, don't get this commissioned or however banners are made. <laughs> like, don't order this off of the banner company. Like, don't buy the... Don't go to banners.com. <laughs> don't buy the big board. <laughs> don't don't get those markers and don't get that poster board and don't write this out. Like, this wedding's not happening. Like, if I knew, if I, if I had a wedding and... Uh, I knew of this. <laughs> I'd be like, call it off. <laughs> it's over. If I was taking that picture, I would refuse. I would be like, wow, my camera's broken. That's so strange. <laughs> Try without the banners. Maybe the camera will work again. <laughs> I, I think that the, the way that the light is reflecting from the banners, it's just, it's not coming out. So let's put the banners down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's just embarrassing. And yeah, all this to say, I don't know, maybe rethink your wedding. Maybe rethink, maybe look at the vows. Maybe, hey, where are you on the vows situation? Are they done? Can I just take a peek at what you have? I don't care if it's supposed to be a surprise. It doesn't matter anymore. But if, if you have to manage someone up to that point, like you shouldn't have to manage your partner. That's also true. Like, are you their mom or is that your life partner? partner (laughs) exactly and this brings on another thing about the god what is it called the like invisible load oh the mental load mental load yeah like and it's all this invisible work that women are are the ones doing in heterosexual typical heterosexual relationships right they are the ones managing the household they're the ones making all the appointments meal planning grocery shopping because you made the meal plan so only you know what to buy (laughs) yeah that also reminds me of another tiktok that went almost viral but someone was talking about how they have like a costco husband like a husband that goes to costco for them and then someone stitches it and they're like where's my costco husband or that good doesn't exist but i just want to say that i'm so grateful that i have a costco husband because i don't go i don't set foot in costco (laughs) um i don't go grocery shopping ever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just not a thing that i do um he goes and if i forget because i will make the grocery list it's like we have these tasks that we split up so i make the grocery list and he goes and sometimes i don't even make the list i'm like oh god i have been too tired i have not even thought about the list but we need groceries and he's like i'll just go and he doesn't have a list and he'll forget something it's so important to me like coffee and he'll just go back 
I would not go back myself. I would not. I'd be like, I'm not going back to the store because I forgot this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he'll just do it. And I'm so grateful because this makes me think of like all the things that women are doing that men don't even think about. You know, you think back to all the videos of uh, men that don't know their kids birthdays, allergies. Oh, God. I was um, with my husband and he was just scrolling on Facebook, like videos or whatever that would like pop up. And that video came up and I was like, that is so sad. And I was telling him how my dad, our dad, <laughs> um, <clears throat> he still remembers our friends from high school. And he'll ask about them. And and he'll be like, I remember so and so, such and such. And then this person, I remember how they look, but I don't remember their name. <laughs> and, and he has ADHD. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and he remembers... <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, I told him about that video from Jimmy Kimmel. And he's like, oh, my God. And he, it's like a point of a pride to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he'll literally be like, we went to the beach once and you guys brought your friend. And it's someone that we were friends with for a little bit. And he still remembers them. And I, I don't even remember their first name or whatever. <laughs> and yeah, he remembers them. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's that it was a traditional relationship that our parents had um, with our mom being like the stay at home and him working out. The, you know what I mean? But he still went to school still. Of. he knew the names of our teachers um i'll never forget that parent teacher conference where i got you know it was horrible um yeah but he went <laughs> and he would go to like as much as he could and then yeah and there's dads that don't know the kids school anything it's I, so sad it's so sad and i'm like what what did you have a kid for if you're not gonna have an interest in their life yeah and it's just uh all these things they're related yeah they are first of all it starts before you're getting married but if you're at your wedding day and this is are the vows that your yeah husband, your spouse, your partner, your life partner is bringing to you and you're okay with it? No. I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> <laughs> one of the comments no. um, on one of the TikToks you sent me, one of them said, um, don't ignore the red flags or don't ignore the little things because the, the red flags will only get bigger. <laughs> yes. And yeah, because when you, when you uh, have a relationship and you don't have like, you don't live together, you don't know these things, I guess, about the other person, right? But when, let's say you move in together and you see that person doesn't clean, puts everything on you, um, waits for you to tell them what to do all the time. Like those are red flags that you shouldn't ignore. Because then guess what? When you have kids, they're not going to clean up after them. They're not going to get up and make no. their breakfast. This And this actually reminds me of another video on TikTok I saw where this woman is like filming herself and or I don't know why she's I don't know the context of the recording. Is it the stalking one? I don't think so. Oh, OK, OK. You can have to tell me about that. But um, she's yells out to her husband like or no she's doing something and he, is, he yells out like the baby uh, pooped himself and she's like okay and then he's like yeah a little bit ago and she's like okay and then he's like do you want me to change the diaper and he's like she's like fuck yeah what the fuck do you think i want why do you have to ask <laughs> yeah and there's some comments that are like why is she answering like that and i'm sorry but this woman sounds fed up fed the why fuck is he up. asking why is he asking if he should change the diaper he should just do it what do you mean? And there's times where my child will, one of them will go to the bathroom and I'll be like, can you change this diaper because I'm doing something else and he's not nearby. And if he's not nearby, he doesn't know, right? So he's not gonna do it because he wasn't nearby and he's on the other side of the house. That's different. But this man is like holding the baby and he's like, oh, should I change his diaper? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never cared for my child ever. And like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's a lot to assume off of one video, but just... And people are like hounding her for answering that way. And I'm like, and that was on TikTok. But then on Twitter, someone brought that video to Twitter and they're like, this is probably because he never does it. And it's like, why is he even asking? He should just do it. And yeah, and again, all this shit is related. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, that might be the only topic I bring because it's gone for so long. I just, I'll mention the stalking one that I saw but it turns out there's this video and i guess it did go viral but it's a family vlogging channel which i already have problems with the reason i saw is because i follow this uh, uh, account called what is it called hold on it's this instagrammer she's a mom and she her account is about basically how you shouldn't have kids online because it's like a right for exploitation and she calls out like mom influencers, family vloggers, things like that. Oh, or it's called Mom Unch Uncharted. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she um, shares the video. I don't know what it's called when you have it like you're like a split. I don't know. You you stitch it? Yeah, yeah. That's the word I can't think of. She stitches a video and she's like, um, a lot of people have sent this to me or tagged me in it. And so it's this mom who I think they're like showing everyone stockings or pulling them. I don't know what. And then... She's like, oh, did you do mine? And anyway, the point being, nobody 
filled anything in her stocking and so it's just that's what it's about and then like the how sad she looks because nobody thought of her so the mom uncharted person is like um yeah that's sad whatever but this is a (laughs) this is a a family vlogger and and like you you think they didn't set this up like on purpose like they they (laughs) oh so it's saying it's not genuine yeah 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 and I think at another time we could probably because there's going to be a lot of this that comes up because it, it's a constant thing that we could talk about family vloggers and yeah child exploitation. So a uh, conversation for another day. But that's what also what it made me think of because it could be true also that nobody thought of her because the mom is the one who, who fills uh, the stockings. Yeah, puts out the tree, does the decorations, thinks of holiday traditions and events and and orchestrates those. Yeah. And I do 100% believe that this situation could have happened. Did they have to film it? Did they have to, did she have to be, that part is the vlogging part of it, right? That I'm like, okay, they obviously filmed it for, filmed it for content. But I know so many moms in Facebook groups and Reddit posts. And that's the thing that comes up time and time again. Nobody thought of me. Nobody filled out my stocking, but I worked on everyone else. It's the one thing I asked my husband to do. I asked him to be in charge of my stocking and he didn't do it. Um, So many comments are like, I've, re- I've reminded my husband that he's the one in charge of the stocking. So many wives that are no longer like, I'm no longer buying Christmas presents for your side of the family. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And uh, to me, I'm like, why did you even do that in the first place? They're not your family. Like you're tripping if you think that I'm going to sit here and remind you to call your grandma on her birthday remind you to call your mom that's not my responsibility and but that's unfortunately that's also why a lot of children have a closer relationship with mom's side of the family and that's also true for us yes like our dad didn't foster like a a, a bond a, a, a anything a relationship with the side of the family except you know our one uncle yeah and that <laughs> that's but that's their responsibility like yeah and that's why it doesn't happen so many yeah another reason and i'm sorry we are going on about this so many tangents <laughs> because it all of it's this all is related. So related but it also plays into the fact that language bilingual families or biracial families mixed families yeah when the the person who works on passing down the language and the culture is the mom and that's why maybe that's why it's called mother's tongue i don't know Mm. yeah that's another you know how there's like the stereotype of like the mixed black child and they're like who's white who's white (laughs) is the mom white or is the dad white yeah (laughs) and that's why it's a thing because men we can end it here because we yeah, can go on yeah. about this but so <laughs> all this is related all this yeah, is related yeah. and it all relates to that tiktok okay <laughs> that's how we got here that is how we got here yeah <laughs> men <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. um all right thank you everybody um this was chronically online con cafecito <laughs> yes and this was also teresa no, novelas con cafecito <laughs> yes right <laughs> that is the first part of this um and yeah maybe i'll try to do cover two episodes next time mm. i don't know we'll see anyway uh thanks for listening and remember entre ser or no ser who it is bye bye, bye.